1: It's Thursday. It's the Luke and Pete Show. We're talking battery brands. We're talking... Pete, and we're talking. Vish is joining us uh, for the second show of the week. How the devil is uh I'm very uh, well.
2: Uh, uh, very well.
1: There's we, the conceit that we we've brought Vish back for a Thursday, but we're actually recording it on Monday. It's fine though. We've got emails. We've got loads of things to talk about. There's there's enough new stories uh, to get us through. Maybe I'll bring in some uh, artificial intelligence, uh, Patrick Stewart. Hi Pete. Hi Pete. <laughs> it's very very weird.
2: I did think about affecting my voice in a Thursday manner. <laughs> yeah. I what, thought, what, what would, would
1: you I do? What are you doing on Wednesday night? What are you going to sound like on Thursday? Because
2: I reckon by Thursday it'd be quite upbeat, wouldn't I? Yeah. It'd be a, coming, a freaking weekend. weekend. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant, yeah. But it's like Mondays. Oh, it's, well, what do I like on Mondays? <laughs> who, hey, who likes Mondays? No this, one, not this me. This
1: weekend, I'm going to the zoo again. <laughs> I went to the zoo for my 40th. It was like three weeks ago. And then this weekend, I'm going to the zoo again uh, to stay which is what I did three weeks ago. Oh, that did look a lot of fun. So, actually, yeah, yeah, was it? Yeah, I'm doing it again because I because yeah, uh, we spoke about it on the show before. Uh, somebody had bought uh, tickets for their uh, family couldn't go because of a, a dog situation, so I, I bought the tickets off them. Uh, and so I'm going to be the guy who's going to the zoo for the second time in a, in, in three weeks. You which can't... is the sort of thing you should be locked up for, in my opinion. Yeah, it does seem like you're casing the joint. It's the mat. It's like the I'm going to steal a, uh, a capybara, which would be very. I think they'd be very placid in the back of a Fiat 500. Quite <laughs> Frankly, with L plates, just get a little collar for it, like tie it
2: up. Oh, I thought you were swinging it around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the um, they are they quite? Can they be quite vicious? I think they give you a nasty nip. Oh, because they're the little, they have they little got a little,
1: they've little, teeth, yeah. yeah, little sort of beavery sort of teeth. So yeah, yeah, lovely, lovely little little guys though. You can actually legally just have them. Like it's not like. Um, can you? They're, yeah, they're classically they're just a rodent, but they're just fucking massive. <laughs> you just need a lot of grass for them, and a lot of uh, ground. But if I ever had, uh, if I ever had like a proper kind of estate, that's what I'd definitely go for. I'd just have capybaras just running around.
2: Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be Very cool. easy to deal with. Yeah, it'd be like little Ewoks,
1: weren't they? Yes, lovely. Yeah, they'll be, be wearing waistcoats because I'd be out in the sticks. Uh, but yes, like we, uh, little
2: snooker players. Yes, lovely.
1: <gasps> Why has nobody done like a capybara kind of dogs playing pool kind of picture? Yeah, ah, so I would love to see any artists out there. Um, <laughs> Luke and Peacher is one of those shows that it, I do a show for um, called abroad in Japan, where I I, I, I sort of course with this lad who lives in uh, Japan. He's like a uh, sort of English uh, J vlogger who uh, just sort of walks around going, Look, isn't this mental? <laughs> that's, this is mad living here. Uh, and that's that's the whole thing. And that's the whole critique. But I, um, we get drawn quite a lot, people draw us quite a lot. Like And I know, like, the looking Pete running show running odd, I think uh, producer Nat drew a lovely picture of uh, me and uh, Luke, but I think that's the only drawing out there uh, of me and Luke. But people on the Bronze Man podcast, they just draw us in, like, anime styles, kind of manga styles and stuff. Ooh. Have you ever been drawn before?
2: No, no. In a complimentary organised manner? <laughs> <laughs> drawn <Jordan> from afar. <laughs> uh, no, I haven't. I, and I, I think I find that quite... Personal mm. like being drawn, yeah. I, uh, yeah. I've never been drawn before. Yeah. My partner used to do um, live-is it live-action drawing? Uh, yeah, I guess. So. What do you mean, as in like life drawing? Life drawing, that's right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So she would be the model, and then people would, uh, oh, play, right, okay, because it was quite a good way to make a bit of money, yeah, definitely. I didn't ask her how much more she did of that, <laughs> so I was, I was, okay. But we have, so we have one of, um. We have a good one of her in our living room. Nice, okay, cool. Which, um, when my parents come round, I don't think they know exactly what it is. Right, okay. So it's it, uh, it, uh, is it
1: a, a demure um, Titanic-style chaise longuires situation or no? It's from the
2: side, right? Good. And it, it's it's really well done. Mm. Um, I mean, I recognise it, <laughs> but my every, I, I've I've forgotten about it now. But now that my parents oh, sorry, I've forgotten about it now that my parents come yeah. in. But I remember when we first put it up, when my parents came round, I was like, oh my God. That's you. are are they going to clock it? (laughs) And to be fair, my mum's the type of person who will register that something's awkward and not talk about it.
1: Oh, that's that's so, um, perfect. Yeah, so perfect maybe I wouldn't know, right? Yeah,
2: but she, I mean, she does know a lot of stuff that I thought she didn't know. Okay. Any, so, uh, um, anything, anything uh, that you can broadcast? Well, just the, the kind of, I, I suppose, just all the basic things you do when you're young, where you right. think I've gotten away with this. <laughs> um, and you know, from being pissed to just like general hygiene, and being like, no, nah, nah, I've, I've, I've just really started this out, right? Okay. And then one day, um, my mom doesn't drink much, but every now and again, when she does, she'd be like, by the way, I know about this. <laughs> just to keep me honest. Yes, like, please. I, I know, yeah. Lovely. You might want to get her
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the fact that uh, I would always, I think I would always get away because my dad got away with being pissed all the time. And I think my mum really knew. I found it excruciating because he'd be very chatty and want to know about your day and be interested in you. I'm like, get the, f- you're only doing this because you're being in the pub. Get out. I'm yeah. trying to play a Uh, the the Amiga video game Pushover with Colin Quaver Um, and uh, yeah and and he would annoy me but my mum would never really sort of have a problem with it Uh, and so I think when I would come on absolutely steaming I would sort of pretend to yawn like this so I didn't really have to form words properly oh mother I'm so tired and it's like pretend I wasn't absolutely steaming. It's not a bad technique kids if you want to get away with being absolutely hammered.
2: Yeah, that is quite a good one, because I, I, I would always go down the route of your dad. Mm. I'd always what? be like... Just be pissed all the time? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just be really interested in something. But yeah, but, I mean, that was my, my defence mechanism. It right. defence mechanism. like, mum, how's your day? She'd be like, fuck yeah. off. <laughs> <laughs> I do give a shit. Ah. I was like, yeah, yeah how are you?
1: Your dad? Are you well? Are you well, dad? <laughs> are you having a nice time, father? <laughs> oi, oi, oi. Hey, June 21st. Last days are Rome, Everything's going to be opening up again. They're going to be opening nightclubs and de- places where you can dance, weddings. What's that about? How not- are we going to go back to normal? How, June twenty-first. How how it's going to be like the, the, the roaring twenties? Is it the roaring twenties or the I, I can't what it was. after the after the war, everyone went absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. demented yeah. with fun and
2: hedonism. Yeah, I suppose it would be, but then. Although one one thing I have noticed in the uh, you know I suppose since the start of last week now mm. was how quickly things have have gone back to normal so mm. after five aside on Friday we went to the pub after and we only got a table outside because we were late but inside was basically the same mm. beyond putting a mask to get up and go to the bathroom mm. you know people were kind of around tables and then yeah it just seemed kind of normal and people were like you're able to get close, and <laughs> there were a couple of people on. I think it was on Saturday when I was out. I went out a lot last week. Geez, just accidentally, <laughs> but you notice a few, quite a few people who were on dates, which is quite right. Cool. Oh, nice, that's cool. And and there was a sense that, like, I would say generally, I've got I've got a good date um, radar. Mm. I reckon I'd be able to tell, you know, whether it's maybe not right down to an exact number, but mm. like it's clearly early on, or like they're clearly all over each other because yeah. to that, that kind of like five, six, eight six more sweet mm-hmm. or whatever. Speak for yourself, Vish. <laughs> but there was a sense um, when was it also on uh, on Saturday, I think, where I was like, oh, I don't know. Because there's a lot of making up for lost time. A lot of people have been mm-hmm. on Zoom dates. A lot yes. of people might have like, bubbled together right. and kind of gone that way. So, um, no, it's interesting. I, I think the dynamic is going to completely change. Mm. I, ju- I, ju- I just can't wait for dancing to come back. I'm, yes. I'm, I'm probably yeah.
1: not going to go dancing, but... It's just nice to know that it's an option at the end of an evening. <laughs> Karaoke bars.
2: Yeah. Dancing. They're often quite like dancing and certainly clubs. Are, I've always found a really good leveler because sometimes you'd go too far and Mm. you'd want to dance and kind of expend that booze in some way Mm. but my main fear is that like I think I'm an alright dancer and I'm massively into hip hop Mm. so that's generally the route that I go down at a certain time oh what you
1: go to a serious hip hop club
2: well not a serious one but there are some which aren't full of posers I suppose yeah okay nice Uh, where it's just basically a bar that plays really good hip-hop music that Mm. people just dance around in. Cool. Um, But I haven't done it in so long that I think, I I wonder if I'm just properly rusty. And maybe I'm at (laughs) the age where you just don't get it back. Right, okay. So So there's a little bit, uh, there's a tinge of anxiety there about that. Did you sort of do dancing when you were a kid? Did you sort of do... No, not really. Get I your lino out. I was like... <laughs> it's <there a> line-o. <laughs> no, no, not, not that kind of stuff. I had a mate who um, who's a really good breakdancer, mm. but it just got really annoying because we'd go, we'd be at a club when we were younger and he'd start breakdancing and we, you'd, like, people would have to move out of the way. Yeah, it's, it's, like... it's impressive, but there has to be more than one
1: person doing it. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just showing off. Like, I know it's all showing off, but yeah, and it's and it's very impressive when it happens, but... I I can see everyone else's, and it's usually lads' eyes looking at the breakdowns and going, "Fucking shite!"
2: <laughs> yeah, Fucking,
1: yeah. I could probably do that if I if I had no friends, and I was just yeah. going to be square a line, I was <laughs> out under a underpass with them. <laughs> spray painters.
2: Men are the worst, aren't they? Are the <laughs> absolute like the jealousy. Worst, Yeah, just horrible jealousy,
1: needless jealousy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Obviously, uh, we probably should have talked about this on uh, Monday, but uh, over the weekend, Eurovision happened. Big deal, obviously. I'm always surprised how into Eurovision everyone is. Though this year, I came back from the pub and it was sort of still going on and they announced the winner. Italy won. Uh, very strangely dressed men and women. Yeah. <laughs> and, and quite an underwhelming song. Have you heard the Italy song? You know what, I haven't. It's very like, it's like the band, who did Jet? Are you going to be my girl? It's a bit that. It's a bit like, oh, God, this is this is trash. And I don't normally have a strong opinion about it, but I remember thinking, yeah, it was pretty poor, actually.
2: Yeah, because the... I mean, I didn't, so I didn't watch this Eurovision, but, I mean, like, I caught up on the drama. <laughs> Twitter's great for that, isn't it? Gives you all the information you need to know without giving you the actual information of what's going on. But the... Um, yeah, I've always found Eurovision is primarily just trash, and then every now and again, you're like... That's pretty good, yeah. That's really catching. I can imagine being yes. in that country, mm. out and listening to that song. Yeah, like, okay. I can understand this. I didn't realise though that one of the stipulations was that they all have to be unsigned acts. Is that what?
1: Is that true? Oh, is that true then? So, right. when, so that's why we don't get like big hitters. Well, we do get big hitters, don't well, we? Oh, they don't have to have a current. They can't have a current record contract. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So so
2: Blue did it a few years ago. Right. For um, Great Britain. Um, do they, uh, yeah, it's the it's, it's can, great, yeah yeah yeah. But is it the UK or Great Britain? Oh, I don't actually know, actually. I think it
1: might be the United Kingdom, you know. Okay. Yeah.
2: But they... Um, so, so Blue represented mm. the, the UK or Great Britain because they were unsigned, mm. which is quite sad, actually. That is... <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't leave. want to be admit. You wouldn't want to admit that. oh, we qualify for Eurovision? <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: I think what's our what was our big winners? I think it was Gina G and also uh, Katrina and the Waves, who I think yeah. had a hit in the eighties, and obviously they they kind of went off. But you'd think we would find some acts that, who haven't um, who haven't been signed, who don't have a current contract. They would sort of be able to sort of. We should be able to find someone better than the ones that we've got. If you know what I mean, someone will have another tilted glory, surely.
2: Yeah, I think Cascada was originally a Eurovision entry. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, that's. Decent. Th- They're pretty big things. Yeah, so I've I've always wondered if it was a route for, you know, someone could use it as a platform in that way. Mm. But um, yeah, apparently That's not. not. Yeah, no, it didn't happen to <laughs> blue again, did it?
1: Yeah, but the guy uh, was uh, looking at a piece. Of, I think he was looking at a, a broken glass on the floor. I happened to, and the more I watch it, the more I sort of get my, you know, slow it down and you know, do a, um, do like a, a long uh, YouTube viewing of it. Kind of, I think he was probably uh, looking or surveying a, a glass because it would be a ballsy and weird thing to do on a table, wouldn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think he. So the, the one thing I think that makes him look more guilty mm. is the person he sat to ate his a, right ate a bowl of complex afterwards, <laughs> really hungry. <laughs> Just kept messing around with his teeth. <laughs> um, but the the
1: guys Talk, sat- talking like like really talking about <laughs> g- the ne- very next day. Let's start a band, <laughs> D- Dave. You'd be great, man. Let's start a band. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah, the, the, so the guy next to him does give him a nudge. Give and so him a nudge. But
2: I, I wonder if he gives him a nudge to be like, oh, we're on camera. But yeah, we're on like, camera, like, yeah, yeah. We're all clapping and posing on camera. Yes. You need to stop looking down and look up. <laughs> and yeah, because so when, when he goes to um, do what people... Th- when he goes to do the phantom bump, as mm. it were, yeah, he obviously looks like he's doing it. But then I, I was having a, a conversation with a mate who... Does partake in those activities Eurovision <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's Eurovision. unsigned, he's an unsigned, yeah, he's, an unsigned uh, he's an unsigned he's an unsigned act um, <laughs> but the jeopardy of having it so close to the edge of the table mm. is, is going to lose it yeah well, I can't let, imagine like... anyone else at the party will have any <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but it was also so the um the, their explanation of it afterwards didn't help because they were so against it that yes. people would have thought right. The women—they just compensate. <laughs> yeah, there was like, "How do I will get a test? I will drug get a drug test. I will do this." Yeah, it's
1: it's it's yeah. And and also, it didn't look like he was using a straw. He would just be jamming his face into it, <laughs> yes. which is like a Tony Montana. Kind <laughs> yeah, exactly, of. it's a yeah. hell of a flex, isn't it? <laughs>
2: wow. But the yeah. um, the uh, I saw their um, they posted an apology, didn't they? Yes, <laughs> sorry you thought. Sorry you thought I did drugs. But it was said, instead of like they said they'd be up for being tested, but instead of tested they said tasted. tasted. <laughs> 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 and I just thought, well, it's been that kind of night. You yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: might numb the mouth. You never know. <laughs> a lot of <laughs> lidocaine in there. Uh, right, so we're going to take a shot at we have got some emails. There's a battery brand. We're doing battery brands. Vish, you a big battery
2: fan? I like batteries. They're, They're very useful. useful. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was the best I was going to expect from that.
0: Ready to pop the question? That's stamps.com. Code program.
1: And we're back. It's Luke P. Show part two. Hope you enjoy those adverts. Maybe a house ad in there as well, telling you about one of the fine other shows uh, from the uh, stack stable.
2: What's your favorite stack show, uh, Vish? Let's put you on the spot. My favorite stack show mm. is probably uh, not that because mm. I'm on it. Um, <laughs> I would say it's the Luke and Pete show. Correct, correct answer.
1: Uh, every single week uh, we talk about uh, battery brands. We've had some stormers in. It all started with uh, I think Luke finding some interestingly named, uh, kind of third party, kind of off the beaten track batteries in a uh, uh, whatever he had, uh, sex toy, you know, calculator, whatever. <laughs> um, but uh, so every week we get people sort of um, uh, coming to the table with with new battery brands we might not have heard before. Uh, Wazim is coming uh, with uh, Pizcell. P-I-Z-C-E-L. Are you familiar with the PizzCell brand? It doesn't sound very familiar. The problem is that the whole conceit of this, whole, the whole kind of setup for this whole uh, feature is that I've got to remember whether we've done this brand before. So whether it's a new player or not, it's very much kind of like predicated on me remembering anything, which is very (laughs) much not my bag and not my brand, to be quite frank. I'm relying on Luke uh, for a lot of the heavy lifting.
2: Uh, So uh, PizzCell, new player for you, Vish. (laughs) Is it going on the list? It, it rings a bell hmm. maybe i'm maybe i'm doing this thing where i'm trying to think can i see it on the side of a battery yeah and i you can, can see anything have. well yeah yeah there's something about it it's there's i don't know there's it's a bit on matter peak isn't it
1: yes yeah I, was like, okay, I, can, I can
2: imagine that as a battery
1: Bizzle. yeah, yeah um, power flash uh, sam i don't think that's a new uh, player to be honest, sam uh, and also um joseph eddington uh, sent in uh, gp batteries now Joseph, you've clearly not been listening for a very long time because... I think GP was the first battery we ever sort of looked at. Um, So no, that's not going on the list. I'm very disappointed in you. Uh, Nick got in touch uh, saying that I work in a research lab and for some reason our office has a large box filled with old used batteries. Despite my initial confusion uh, upon stumbling across this box of exhausted electrical juice, it actually makes sense given the nature of research and scientists. As soon as the word science or research is attached to a product, it suddenly becomes ten times more expensive for no fucking reason. Case in point, half a litre of science-grade water costs $50, $50 for some science-grade water. Someone yeah. is absolutely making a killing out of that. Well, it's the way that they sell distilled water as well.
2: Yes. Because, you know, they, that's the ideal one that you want to use in your iron, for example, because it doesn't give off the... Is it? Is it like, it, it doesn't have as much kind of like, a, it doesn't fur up or something? Is that how it works? Well, it, it's the, the limescale residue, yes. obviously, when okay. it evaporates and stuff like that. Right, okay. Similar to what you get on the internal mm. kettle. But can you not make it own? Can you not just we put it through a filter or something? Yeah, yeah, right. you can, yeah. But it's something about buying it where you're like, right, this is, this is official. <laughs> so imagine like putting it in the fridge and taking a swig from it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It would be delicious,
1: though. You wouldn't get your pipes filled up. I let, um, my dad once, when he was in the Navy, uh, he once made a cocktail for his friends, uh, pouring metal polish through a loaf of bread to filter it. And then put the metal polish in some orange juice and... Uh, that was their night out liquor for the night. What did that do to them? Uh, my dad's blind now. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It just, they were fine, but uh, it wasn't particularly delicious. Don't try it at home, kids. But, uh, yeah, one of my dad's naval stories. So... Uh,
2: the things you don't realise you would do if you were desperate. If you were desperate. For like a hit. <laughs> yes, exactly. Whether it's live on Eurovision. <laughs> in the Navy.
1: I'm constantly watching that guy on uh, YouTube where he how he makes a kettle or how he makes um, fruit prison hooch uh, in the toilet cistern. Like he's he's an ex con. Uh, he's come out and he teaches uh, YouTube uh, viewers how to uh, make... How to make hooch out of uh, out of just fruit juice and bits of fruit and stuff. Yeah. Like ferments it in his toilet. <sighs> it's not right. It's not right. <laughs> uh, Shall we hit
2: some emails? Why not?
1: Lovely. Uh, do you want to do uh,
2: Justin's one? Kick us off? Yes. Lovely. Control oh. F, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first one. An only fools and horses question for Pete. Mm. Okay. I've let this stew for long enough, and I'm finally writing in to ask you about this show. (laughs) I'm an American and have never heard of Only Fools and Horses, and honestly, I don't even care about the show itself. What's been bothering me, though, is the title. It sounds to me like it's part of an aphorism or saying or a punchline to an old joke or something. It comes off like if you were to name a show Horseshoes and Hand Grenades, which only makes sense if you already know that old saying where it comes after clothes only counts in.
1: Yeah, so close only, is it the horseshoe game where you throw horseshoes at the at the pegs? Oh, I see, that's close what that is. Close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. I think that's how it works.
2: Right, right, okay. I've never heard the words only fools and horses in that order in my life, so I've been finding it very discomforting these past several years, and I've finally had enough. I've just tried Googling it without success. Help me, Luke and Pete Show, you're my only hope, yeah.
1: Justin. Uh, are, you, are you kind of like, were you a kind of fan of, I've just typed in only into Google It's just only fans. <laughs> <laughs> only Fools and Horses only fans? Only Ugh. fans and horses.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> That'd definitely be a thing, wouldn't it? Oh, lordy. Yeah, I'm thinking it must be, like, the lyrics, only Fools and Horses work is is the actual full bit in the, in the music. So it's like, you're a fool if you work... And horses also work, so they're like horses work, fools work. You shouldn't work. You should be a, a kind of like man about town selling bits and bobs.
2: Yeah, I'm sure I've heard it as a phrase: "Only fools and horses." Mm, and, right. and and that was, I mean, that was the meaning that I asked from it that it was some like who does that are oh, only fools and horses yeah yeah, yeah. that kind of thing oh, only right. would put them through, through that kind of graft that mm. kind of I think it's it's almost like meaningless graft it's yeah, you know, like, yeah. I suppose it's like wasted effort
1: yeah um, why not be a wheeler dealer like, uh, like yes Girlboy, I exactly yeah, be, I think that's it? the yeah. premise yeah. yeah but like obviously um, is it, it would it be okay for me to reveal on the podcast that your partner is uh, American are there shows yeah. that she's just like what the hell is this crap
2: um, you know, weirdly not because her her mum is from Scotland, so right. she grew up with British comedy.
1: Ah, I see, right. So
2: th- she has a lot of references that when we first met, I didn't realize. Mm. Um, but I, I don't think she's seen Only Fools and Horses, but she's but she'd be more aware of it than other Americans, right? Okay, I it, see. But it's funny because she uh, there are some new American shows. Like I'm a, I'm a big fan of it's only funny. Uh, it's only Sunny in Philadelphia, mm. and. She's from Philadelphia. Mm. wasn't really aware of the show. Right, watches it and and like finds bits of it funny, but the rest of it kind of goes over her head. Mm. Whereas, for example, the let's say The Office, the, mm. the UK Office, she watches, thinks it's funny, but she she cringes massively. So, but she gets that sense of humour. She just mm. finds it really cringeworthy yeah. and can't. What has to watch it between you know I, I, the hands I, in her face. As yeah. I get older, I can't stand cringy stuff. Like I am really? com- I'm comfortable
1: with the office and the in the stuff I've only watched. But like stuff like uh Nathan for you. Have you seen right, that? Was yeah. Nathan, Nathan Field? I can't remember his name now. But he, he goes out and he just does crazy stuff and, 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 and sort of uh, uh, embarrasses himself <laughs> and everyone around him. And I just can't watch the cringe anymore. It really sort of hurts me. But then I can watch Eric Andre because it's stupid. So I, I don't know. It, it, it's just certain kind of like slightly more highbrow cringe I can't watch. But I can watch a man just fucking spilling Froot Loops all over the tube.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's that thing of... I was kind of the same because I used to watch... Bull of steel and think bits Mm. of that were funny Mm. and then you know I I remember I can't remember why but I was I think I was looking for a sketch on there Mm. and I started watching a few clips of it on YouTube and I thought basically you realize it's just punching down Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah, that yeah, yeah. I was a bit like, oh, this yeah. is actually a bit rubbish. I
1: didn't mind Alex, who does a who does a show, um, uh, who hosts uh, Clash of the Titles, and another stack show. He was the quiz master on one of the sketches on on Balls of Steel, and uh, and I didn't mind that because people who go on quizzes who think they're really good at quizzes get way too upset about it anyway. Yes. So I'm just like, I don't mind that. <laughs> That's punching upwards for me.
2: Yeah, I, I actually I do remember a couple of those, and those were good. But there was somewhere it was like te- teaching. Um, teaching foreigners English right? And just okay, getting yeah. them to say offensive phrases yeah, 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 in English yeah. no that's, they wouldn't know not, it and I was like yeah that's a bit, like, not, yeah, yeah, that's that's a bit weak right. but yeah. yeah I wonder if it's because you can differentiate that kind of cringe factor and, mm. and know who the subject is and, mm. and what the outcome is meant to be that Yeah, sometimes it's just too much. (laughs) Uh, I got an email from, this will probably round us out, I reckon, because it's a good one,
1: Matt in London. Uh, We got an email from him saying, Afternoon, gents. Following Monday's email about the dad who took a golf ball to the face, I wanted to share my own dad's sporting behaviour story. The scene is an under-15 Sunday league match. The pitch was predictably sodden after an overnight downpour. My dad is not a football fan, but o- owing to the fact that uh, he has a seven-seater Jeep, he used to volunteer to drive myself and a bunch of the other lads to, the- to away games. The game was in full flow, and my dad, as was the norm, was at the sidelines with the other parents sipping from a flask of coffee and working his way through a pack of cigarettes. Sounds like a cool dad. Um, the ball deflected out a play towards the sideline closer to the-, the parents, with my dad being closer to where the ball would eventually end up. My dad tries to knock the ball back into play with a big old left peg swing, have a neving, have a having never played football in his life his standing leg gave way, he missed the ball completely, stumbled backwards and he fell over the pitch side railings into a rather large puddle caused by the previous night's downpour cue every single player, parent and the ref breaking out into absolute hysterics, my dad dripping wet and embarrassed, didn't say a single word and marched back to the car park and got into the car oh no, oh dear without a change of clothes he decided to whack up the heating to dry off, with it being a cold winter's day the combination of the heat and the condensation from the damp clothes caused the car to steam up almost immediately cue my dad repeatedly beating (laughs) the horn in frustration for a good few minutes. The game ended soon after, and as we dived back into the car, it transpired that not only had he spilt his backup coffee flash during his rage, burning his legs, the rampant steering wheel beating had somehow deployed the airbag. (laughs) (laughs) I spent the rest of the afternoon in a freezing mechanic's garage whilst the car was sorted out. We drove him home in complete silence, and I nearly passed out trying not to laugh. Keep the good work. All the best, Matt, in London. Like... The, the, the impotent rage of, of of a man anyway just beating the steering wheel because he spilt his coffee down his legs or whatever is fantastic.
2: But also after the, the reason he got back to the car himself, like that's a whole yeah. different story. Yeah. Two yeah. independently He's a very mugged funny himself things. off
1: three times, very <laughs> enjoyable.
2: I find, I, I,
1: when you're sort of, I'm learning to drive, the, the seeing, looking down on your steering wheel, it says airbag. I mean, that could go off at any moment. I'm scared of taking an airbag to the face.
2: Yeah, so I um, the Honda Jazz, um, I think it was a few years ago, mm. was recalled because of an issue with the airbag. <laughs> right. Okay. And I, I you know, I, I don't really know anything about cars, right. Beyond the one that I drive, and even then, I feel like I'm discovering new things about that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, I, I told my partner, and I was like, oh, as if it was like a novelty thing. All like, yeah. oh, it's been recalled. And she was like, that's deadly serious.
0: <laughs> that Why off are you laughing? on the Yeah, you're way. an
2: idiot. Yeah. You drive a lot for work. Are you mad? Stop being an idiot about this. Stop waving it in my face and go and get it done. It's all right. I've had nine coffees like that pilot. <laughs> <laughs> but the... Um, yes yeah, so, so, like, I, I... It was only then that it dawned on me, like, the, I suppose, the power... Not just in front of me, but facing me, yeah, it is aimed in my yeah. direction,
1: yeah, I just I'm just scared it might just go too big or <laughs> if it goes too big and takes my head off
2: because quite a lot of um quite a lot of injuries in accidents where the airbag goes off has been because of the impact on the airbag itself. Right.
1: Oh, is that true? Or is that one of those things where it's like uh, the the, the, um, the seatbelts, they save more, li- they, they they end more lives than they save, et cetera, et cetera. I want to be thrown clear of the car. Yeah. <laughs> that was genuine argument when they came in.
2: Yeah, that, that's true. Although, um, Caroline Ricardo Perez's book, uh, Invisible Women, mm. uh, which uh, talks about how, I suppose, a lot of modern life is geared towards men right down to health and safety. Yes. So, like, for example, yeah. you know, crash test dummies are oh, built men. as yeah. men rather than Women and, and there so the is a, seat, so the seat belts
1: and the airbags don't really kind of work for them as well. Or yeah, so I, quite dangerous.
2: Yeah, so I think it's a seatbelt thing, which is the mm. disparity when, between like average heights and mm. stuff like that. Um But the but but I think I think it's more do do with the fact that if you were to headbutt your steering wheel, it would hurt a lot more than if you were to headbutt yeah. an airbag. Yeah. So it was it's almost that kind of bit of a trade. You're always going to be you know you're always going to yeah. be hurt. It's not, by it's not ideal, is it? Forward. It's not no. suboptimal
1: having, yeah. having a car crash. But it but it, you you kind of like you. Forget or even aren't aware of uh, not you yourself, but like anyone, like how um, what things have been tested on. um, You know, there's some kind of like deviation or kind of like very specific kind of um, issue for some people using certain technologies, and and you'd go down to like even um, women's clothing, like they don't have pockets, like frequently because you kind of and 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 because I occasionally wear my partner's robe. Uh, and it's it's fucking annoying. it's too short and it's, it doesn't have pockets so it's like that, I, where do i put my phone yeah for crying out loud and then further than that you've got like um you've got like soap dispensers that don't work on dark skin and you're like because it's always been tested on people either from the from the far east or, or white people because that that's just always the way the 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 the, the technology is tested and it's um it's a real issue like the the blood uh, the blood oxygen uh, testers the little things you clip on your fingers they're not as great with with dark skin because it's literally just it just fires a um an infrared light through the
2: skin um, so yeah it's shite isn't it <laughs> it's a bit shit I did yeah I didn't know about the um, the hand dispenser thing but the uh, I, I remember uh, when my partner was buying jeans in the US I think it's called Lucky Jeans that was like where she that's her go to for like the casual everyday jeans mm. And there was a style called boyfriend jeans, mm. which basically meant they were a little bit baggy, but they had pockets. Right. Okay. <laughs> all yeah. More pockets. Like, oh, nice. I suppose, usable pockets. Yeah. And she was like, "I love the way that that was just like, oh, you're wearing your boyfriend jeans because <laughs> they're fucking practical. <laughs>
1: that is excruciating. Yeah. Yeah. Rubbish.
2: Anyway, what a way to end the
1: show. <laughs> <laughs> Fish, thank you so much for joining us today and yesterday. No, Monday. Thanks for all of it.
2: Yeah, I, I was, uh, you know, in one mood on one Monday, but I'm a different mood today. Exactly. On it's nearly the weekend, Vish. Yeah.
1: Let's get it drunk. <laughs> uh, we'll be back on Monday with Luke and Pete show. Sure. I don't think I'm, I'm going to be at the zoo, so I think Luke is going to have to be um, working with someone else again. Get a Cappy <laughs> Get a Cappy in. Lovely. Uh, we'll see you soon. Thanks, Vish.
0: This was a Stakhanov production and part of the ACAST Creative Network. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy.